It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Love Talk Radio. <laughs> It's the AJ Real Show. We are back in an all-new time schedule here. As you <clears throat> should well know, pardon me, we are on now Saturdays, Mondays, and Wednesdays, same time, uh, but three days a week. We can't burn out a good thing, now can we? That would not be good at all. Okay, we have a lot to discuss tonight. If you want to participate in the program, 347-308-8073 is the telephone number. We're going to be discussing some Obama fail tonight, and we're also going to be talking about the e-presidential elections coming up in uh, just a day or so. Okay, uh, the phone board, the uh, switchboards are already filling up here. Why don't we go to the phones? We'll have our first secret caller on air. Um, you're on the air, secret caller. Uh, you should be on. Oh, yes, you're Hello? on. Hello? Yes, welcome. Hello, Mr. A.J. Bruno. Hi, hello there, top secret caller. Ah, uh, yes, we did this last week too, didn't we? We did, we did. Yes. Uh, how'd you like my podcast, by the way? Uh, <laughs> you know, if, if you have nothing better to do, for, for people who haven't heard this uh, that are listening, uh, Mr. Border Collie over here actually bothered to make a 30-minute podcast all about me. I'm honored. I'm flattered. It gave me uh, rules on an epic, epic scale, so I appreciate that. But um, anybody with an oh, I have, I have, I have, I have plenty to do, AJ, which is why I came out on a Monday instead of the Saturday. Oh, really? Really? Yes. Well, in all, in all honesty, it wasn't all that hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. And how's that? Yes. But also, more importantly, sir, you still uh, owe me for the bet that we made last week. See, I don't consider it a legit bet because you didn't reveal your identity on the air. You didn't <clears throat> say who you were. So, um, I did. You hung up on me. I don't believe I hung up on you, unless you were being a bad boy. Maybe that's why. No. I don't. No, it's all the done. evidence is all right there. Really? Now, I want to know, what is your thing against me? What did I ever do to you? Did I send you to the pound? Did I try and get them to I, you to stay? I don't, have, I don't have anything against you. I just think it's freaking hilarious. What's hilarious? You. Oh, well, maybe because you uh, wish you could have my epic winness, that is me, and, and you just kind of go into e-obscurity. Maybe you want some lessons. Epic win. Yeah. <clears throat> the only reason I'm in obscurity is because I choose to be in obscurity. Okay, well, let's see. I'm about to take over parties in a half dozen different countries. I'm close to seeing my plan come into fruition in the country I'm in now. And so my career was going pretty well. You, No one even knows who you are. You're just a guy who's obsessed with me and made a podcast about me. 
That's pretty much. I'm not you obsessed. Are. I'm not obsessed with you. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Well, <clears throat> it's interesting how you know nothing about the background of any of this, but you come in here and immediately side against me. Now, maybe because you're a liberal. Ah, hmm. Oh, I'm hardly. I am hardly liberal. Hardly liberal. Really? What was that? Is that why you side with leftist extremists against me, who's a principled conservative? Is that is that why you do that? Who the hell is a leftist extremist? Okay. Um. Let's see. You go after me because I'm a real life and e life conservative. You post conversations between me and other people on my show and try to make it look like you try to make it look like that I'm the bad guy. Which anyone who listens to that can tell who the actual bad one is. Because these people have done some pretty cool things. I'm simply defending myself and my belief system. And you're the one who's on the constant attack against me. Maybe you're threatened by the fact that I'm right. I'm own. not. I, I've never, ever made an attack against you, with the exception of that one podcast, because I was a little pissed that you didn't honor that bet. I don't even know who you were at the time. So if you ever want to make a bet with me where you reveal who you are ahead of time, then yeah. I'd be happy to do it. It's not the, it, does not, it doesn't matter that it's one gold. The point is that you didn't do that, and then and then you made that disgusting, slanderous podcast too. If there was any chance, slanderous, putting that AJ, out there, totally ruined it. AJ, slanderous. Don't you realize that all the content in there was driven by you? Yeah, how can I make? How can you do it? You're slanted to it. What? And your slanted left-wing view of it. That's why. But you seem to leave that part out of it. I am not a left-wing person, AJ. You're not. You're not. But you seem no. to have a problem with me and my conservative I think... beliefs. <clears throat> Look, let me get this straight, okay? Mm-hmm. I have no problem with conservatives. I'll say that right now. However, I have problems with extremists whether they are left or whether they are right. You, sir, are a right-wing extremist, and I do not like the extreme points of view. Now, you know, this country is is being polarized by these extremist views, okay? Uh, last time I checked, uh, what's polarizing this country is the radical president who's trying to destroy this country. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what you're saying. Now, tell me which one of my views are right. But look, 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 here. Look, look here. Here's the difference, okay? You know, I'm admitting that, you know, radical views are polarizing the country, okay? Radical views, whether they are left or whether they are right. You refuse to recognize the right radical views that you represent. Okay, you're not explaining which views you feel are radical. You're just overbearing. Okay, I mean, again. sure you. What the hell am I looking for here? Hold on a second. Perhaps you're looking I'm... for. No, truth. I'm 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 multitasking, sir. No, well, you're looking for something. I think you're looking for the truth. I think it's a part of you knows you're wrong, and you want me to enlighten you and bring you into the light. Enlighten me. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> Did I say something? I think I said something in the podcast where I mentioned that after listening to you, you make these ridiculous claims 
and you rarely ever provide evidence to back them up. Now, uh, you see, yeah. I am, I am evidence-driven. Once again, do you have an example? You're throwing out generalities and not putting out a specific example. So, you don't, do you? You don't have a – name me one. One example. Do you have any? Hold on. Um, hold on a second. Will you let me access my notes for crying out loud? Jesus. This is a fast-paced show. Jeez. And, and please, you don't have to say my name. What? Nothing. Uh, anyway, why are you Jesus? looking for your notes? <laughs> why are you for your notes? Let me now that's blasphemy me. right there, sir. That's blasphemy. That's you should be burned at the stake for that one. Ooh. You should, be, you should be thrown out of the country with the left of you Obama-loving, anti-American uh, leftist radicals. You know what? what? You people are destroying the country. You attack me. Look, you attack me. AJ. I liked Bush a hell of a lot better than Obama. I'm not going to give my reasons why because those are personal, okay? But I thought that as a person, Bush was a lot better than Obama. Because even though Bush didn't really – even though Bush's decisions were not popular, he had belief and he stood by it, whereas Obama had had displayed this belief. And he's not standing by anything that he said. Okay. Now, so once again, what is your problem with my belief? What, give me a specific example. Because this is what your main, your main case is, and you're not telling me anything in particular. Hold on. I'm reading through my pages and notes here. You have notes about me. I'm honored. Let's see. Um, evidence. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, so everyone should be taking notes out there. It's a very educational program. This is the home of the conservative revolution, after all. Okay, well, while he's looking for his notes, let me make something a little bit clear to those listening here. I stand up for my conservative principles. Usually that means Reagan conservatism. Sometimes it means the fact that when I say a conservative revolution, we need a revolution in conservative ideals because right now we have leftists who are destroying the fundamentals of America. That's why I'm so out there in your face with these liberals. You have to be hardcore with them. You have to take it to them. You have to call out phonies who claim to be conservatives that aren't. You have to call out liberals for their lie, and if you don't do it, you're not going to win an ideological battle. That's the only way you can win. And so I'm not going to be silenced. I'm not going to be intimidated into to being quiet about these things because if you, <coughs> if you stick your head out of a foxhole and they're shooting at you, you know, you're right. Okay. Now, did you find those notes Shit. you were looking for? I found the notes, but the link in it was linked to a deleted page. Okay. Shoot. Well, go. Yeah, where it says. Whatever you have. What? Go off whatever you have. Just. Okay, when I was brainstorming for what I said in the podcast, okay, I made sure pretty much that everything that I had in there was. had a fact behind it, had evidence behind it. 
Okay. You had mentioned something. If I can find it. There it is. I freaking hate Vista. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna drop. I'm just gonna drop the evidence thing for now. Um, okay. now you don't have yeah. any evidence per se. Um, which is interesting because normally when people go up against me, they don't have any evidence to back up what they're saying. It's just rhetoric. People accuse me of having rhetoric. At least I bring out some evidence to back up what I'm saying. <coughs> the facts tend to be on our side, on, on the side of conservatives, you, of those who oppose radicals like Barack Obama. And, you know, that's why when I'm arguing with usually liberals on the show or in real life or whatnot, it usually resorts in them yelling. Will you stop freaking calling me a liberal? How are you not a liberal? You disagree with my entire ideology. I am almost solidly, straight down the line, conservative, and you disagree with my belief system. How does that matter if you're liberal? Do you go up to Ronald Reagan and say, you know what, I don't like you. I don't like what you believe in, but I'm, I'm not a liberal. It doesn't really make sense. Ronald Reagan was a nice you know? man. At least that's what my colleagues have told me since I was way too young at the time to even know who Ronald Reagan was. Yes, yes, he was. But um, at the same time, he was a very conservative individual who many liberals even liked because of his strength of personality. Maybe I don't have that Reagan charisma, but my belief system still resembles his in many ways. Now, for you to say you're a, I don't know what you say, you say you're a conservative or a moderate or... A moderate. Okay, you call yourself a moderate. Um, maybe that's why you don't agree with all my conservative principles. Not all of us are going to have that Reagan charisma. I try and get across my beliefs as well as I can and as clearly as I can. Now, if I'm attacked for a particular point of view that I'm convinced is right and I think the evidence is on my side, I'm going to keep saying it. You know, people jump up down my neck, for instance, uh, sometimes for saying um, this whole man-made global warming climate change nonsense is a load of crap and that there's no evidence to prove it. Like, well, how could you not believe it? Well, that's like denying the Holocaust. Well, no, because it is a load of crap, and it's pushed by hypocrites. And so I'm going to say stuff about it, and I don't care if it's not politically correct to do, because it's, it's right. And why should I be incriminated into not expressing a viewpoint like that? Why should what, I do you think about, what do you think about dependence on foreign oil? I think we should be drilling in Anwar. But no, the left doesn't want us to do that, despite the fact that um, it would only be a very small part of it, and the caribou would move. They don't care. There's a huge wilderness there. First of all, most of it's not going to be destroyed. A very small part is going to be exploited. Second of all, how many people actually see that in, the, in their life? You know, not a very large portion of the population. So there really is no justification for not doing that, uh, or, nor drilling offshore. Like we can drill offshore in Brazil, apparently, but not offshore. Um, this, these are temporary solutions to get off of foreign oil, and eventually we obviously need to move towards renewable, uh, more advanced sources of energy because we're still using fossil fuels in 2009. That's kind of pathetic. 
but in the short term, we should not be relying on foreign oil or foreign source of energy. We should be relying on it here. We should be building more nuclear power plants. I mean, it's kind of pathetic that the French have most of their, I think it's uh, 90%, I think it's 90% or around there, 70%, it's a high figure, that their energy is used off of a nuclear power plant. But we can't build those here. Even though they're safe and fairly efficient and clean, we can't do that. Um, this is nothing more than a way for the left to push their radical agenda. And it's just, it's just sad that some people buy that. All right, hey, um, why don't you look for your evidence there, and we will put you back on in a little bit. Okay. Uh, why don't we go to another caller, 856, down in Jersey. What's up? Hello. Okay, that guy's gone. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, before we move on, I want you, I want to get a chance for you to respond to that. Um, okay. Now, what's your answer to that? Do do because you're an you're an Obama supporter, aren't you? Okay. We're having some switchboard issues. Anyway, three four seven three zero eight eight zero seven three is the number if you want to call in and partake in the program. Any topic at all? It's great to talk about. Okay. I I want to. To touch on this because I find this hilarious. Now, well, not only is it a waste of time and taxpayer dollars and whatever, um, because Obama jets off to Europe and whatever all the time. So he goes off to Copenhagen to lobby for uh, the Olympics in Chicago, which I don't think he would have done if it were some other city. But uh, you know, it's his it's uh, his adopted hometown. You know, regular uh, Olympics there. And so he jets off to. Um, Copenhagen, and I find it hilarious that uh, after he shouldn't have went in the first place, he fails to even do it. So you waste you waste time, you waste taxpayer dollars, um, you embarrass yourself as who's supposed to be the, and then you have nothing better to do but go on <laughs> go on a, a non-important um, mission that other people not in that position should be doing, not you. And so you don't even get the Olympics. You get eliminated along with Tokyo and aren't even in the final round of consideration. That's pretty pathetic. I mean, this guy is such a failure. He can't even get to be considered – he can't even get Chicago to be considered in the final two cities for the Olympics. That's really, really sad. You know, I, I find that pathetic and hilarious at the same time. That he can um, do that, and I'm sure the left will just let it slide. Oh, that's fine, whatever. Yeah, I, I, another thing, isn't it ironic how liberals got on President Bush's case all the time for uh, every so often going down to the ranch in Crawford? Well, at least in Crawford, he was still governing the country. It doesn't matter in this modern era um, if he's not exactly in the White House or whatever. He's still governor mayor, but at least that was his private residence, and he was actually doing things for the country. This guy goes off on – he takes taxpayer money to go off to New York and go to a Broadway play with his wife and 
Always, every other week he's going off to Europe doing something and all this nonsense that he does. I mean, really. Really. Very, very sad that we have someone like this. Um, I mean, this is just one issue, obviously, because the epic failure that is Barack Hussein Obama goes well beyond his pathetic attempt to get the Olympics to his adopted home city. Um, so that's just that's just one way. Uh, all right, three four seven three zero eight eight zero seven three. If you want to call up and partake in the program. Okay, well before we move on, I just saw someone say on the show chat, uh, it's not sad, it's diplomacy. Diplomacy. It's the Olympics. When has a president ever gone, especially in a time like this, you can waste valuable time to go do that? If if the Olympics were for some other city, I doubt he would have done that. He did it because it's Chicago and for his cronies, and it will line their pockets eventually and all that. And especially in this time where we have all these other issues to worry about. You know, he, he doesn't have time to talk to uh, General McChrystal in Afghanistan, apparently, but he has time for uh, for that. Yeah. Although, after after that came out, that he only talked to him once in the past, like, 70 days or something, apparently he talked to him again a day or two later. So you got guilt-tripped into talking to somebody who you should be in more constant communication with anyway. Although I think it's sad in the first place that or not, not, not even sad, that's not the right word. It's outrageous in the first place. Um, it's outrageous in the first place that he would be the president when he hasn't commanded or governed anything in his entire life. So the commander-in-chief one has never commanded anything because he's too wimpy to ever wear the uniform. And the chief part, okay, he hasn't been a governor or a mayor or much of anything. <laughs> he was a state senator and a couple of years a U.S. senator, and not even that much because he, he campaigned for president for half of it. Oh, sorry, sir, I should not leave this out. Let's not leave it out. He was a community organizer. That takes a lot. You know, you know when you're looking for executive experience as a president, uh, you know, governor of Texas, uh, well, he's an idiot. But uh, community organizer, Whew, this guy is smart. He knows his stuff. If you can organize uh, some, some crap in a community, if you can run a country of 300 million, well, you know, of course you can. Of course you can. Uh <laughs> If you're going to say he's from Kenya, I'm going to practically call you a moron. Maybe he was. Now, I'm not one of those people who say he definitely was, but he has not proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that he was born in this country. Release your official birth certificate. He has he, he not released his actual birth certificate. And he has not explained the fact that his grandmother said at a dinner years ago, and I, I think she was recorded saying it, that she was at his birth in Kenya. Why would his grandmother say that? If any of you liberals want to explain to me why she would say that. His own grandmother. And, and not only that, 
but um, he often slips too. For instance, I've, I've mentioned this before. Um, on an interview with, uh, I think it was Brett Bear. I think it was Brett Bear. A year ago or so, or I think it was before the election. And he was talking. He's like, "Oh, you know, when people talk about my my Muslim faith." And then he went on to finish the sentence. And after that, he's like, "Oh, oh, did I say Muslim faith? I meant Christian faith." Well, who else makes that mistake? The words don't sound similar. So for him to say that, maybe he has something subconsciously hiding from us. Then someone told me the argument. Well, you know, maybe he just says that because people say it to him all the time. He gets stuck in his head. Okay. Uh, people call me lots of things. Does that mean I say, um, oh, you know, I'm a right-wing neocon Nazi? Oops, no, I meant to say I'm a conservative. No, it's not the same thing. It is not the same thing whatsoever. And liberals can't really defend that. Kind of sad. <laughs> okay. Uh, why don't we shift gears here for a second and talk about this uh, thing called eRepublic. Now, for those of you who are listening here that have not uh, played it, it's basically a geopolitical simulation. Um, and if, you, if you're going to register, make sure you use me as a referral, by the way. That helps. So eRepublic.com, if you're going to register... AJ Bruno, use me as your referral, and I'll be happy to help you out uh, in the game. That would be great. Okay, so a lot of stuff going on. And for those of you who haven't heard this before, there is little liberals, just like in real life in the game, and these liberals do they're what they would do in reality. They target people for their conservative voice. They resort to dirty tactics. Although it is entertaining to laugh at them. That's always interesting. But does it ever get old to laugh at liberals? I mean, really. They just get so angry, and they say the stupidest things, and they have the stupidest ideas they can't back up. Um, and the only thing they can do is try and cheat. And in this game, you think you think it's bad when they steal elections in real life. Um, in the game, they. Um, Steal parties. They steal elections in a virtual game. Literally, they can't even play fairly there. And if you haven't signed up, you'll have to see and see what I'm talking about. But <clears throat> um, or they'll accuse me of having apparently hundreds of accounts because, as you know, conservatives can't have real supporters. Isn't that just awful? Ooh, we can't have that at all, can we? Ooh. Uh, anyway, so we're trying to get on the line here. And if you want to still call up, 
8073. Um, we're trying to get James Pfeiffer on the line. He's having some uh, issues. Uh, for those of you who don't know him, he was previously banned from molting. But um, interesting, interesting fellow, to say the least. So we're trying to get him out of the air here for a little discussion. Um, so give us a few minutes on that. Also, <clears throat> while we're waiting for him, I don't want to confirm anything yet. We'll make a big announcement soon. Um, we should have a congressman on here in a couple of episodes. We're planning on the Wednesday episode. I'm not going to confirm the guest yet, um, but we should have a, a real-life congressman. Not a, okay. So it should be a pretty major guest coming up here soon. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. That will definitely be a good one to see. We'll be talking about the uh, young conservative movement in particular, the future of the party, how we can change things for the better and uh, defeat the evil scourge that is liberalism. And the, he'll tell you, the evils of liberalism know no bounds. They go all across borders. Okay, here. Um, let's see. I think is that that is him, yes, okay. Mr. Pfeiffer is on the line here. We'll bring him on now. Uh, hello, James Pfeiffer. Welcome to the program. What's up, AJ? Uh, not much. We're happy to have you on here. Now, why don't you uh, tell the audience what you've been up to lately uh, since um, a month or two ago, your, your very unfair uh, ban. Well, um, after the ban, uh, I started a new, a new character. He's been uh, moving around a little bit. I'm back in the states, uh, just trying to figure out the lay of the land. I kind of been disillusioned with eRepublic lately. I've been, uh, you know, I was doing my companies and stuff like that, making gold. But uh, I kind of put pause on two cooking right now. I'm doing a lot of different real life stuff. We've got a uh, Municipal elections coming up in a few months here in here in New Orleans, and uh, I uh, I've been doing a lot of work, uh, website stuff, trying to build my portfolio a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean that's much it. Not a whole lot. I've been uh, keeping in touch with a few people from my days in Congress, but most of them now are doing uh, doing the military thing or are off uh, running for president and whatnot. Huh, now, what's your take on this uh, e-presidential election coming up? What do you think is going to happen? I mean, honestly, it could go either way as far as, you know, who's going to win. I think that, uh, I mean, I haven't really been following if, you know, people are posting up, you know, ads and crap. I don't pay attention to those. Uh, for me, uh, you know, my vote has always been decided on, you know, like, who, who I've worked with and who I like better, uh, personally. Um, I know that, uh, right now, I think Lockton has, uh, has the larger party support. I think he's got AAP and USWP. So, I mean, he'll be pulling in a lot of two-footers. But, um, now, what about your friends in the libs? Which way are they going to break? The libs? I, I honestly don't know. I haven't talked to, uh, to Daphne in a while. Um, I sent her a message a couple of days ago, and she never got back to me. I'm not sure what's up. Uh, you know, I don't just want to, you know, mug her at home or shoot her an email to her personally or anything like that, because it's not really all that important uh, without an endorsement. 
the, the split would probably go um, Gaius's way, but uh, not by much. Mm-hmm. Now, will the Bruno endorsement of Watson cost them votes? Um, honestly, I don't think anyone who who's gonna look at who you've endorsed and take it seriously isn't isn't gonna. It's, it's not going to be a huge group of people. They're either going to vote the way that you say because they think it's going to be funny, or they're going to vote the other way to spite you. And I think those numbers are fairly even. And then a lot of people know that you don't like Waxman because you think he's Tormod as well. So there, there's the whole, there's the whole, you know, it's a, we all know it's a tongue-in-cheek endorsement. So I didn't even know you had. I don't subscribe to your paper. I don't, I don't even know what you do anymore. What I do anymore? What do you mean? I mean, I know you're in South Africa, and uh, that's well, pretty I, much I it. A whole lot of trouble. I'm sure a whole lot of trouble. Um, I'm planning a major, major move here coming soon. Uh, you could call it an E-New World Order. I'm not going to give too many details away on it. But let's just say that uh, we are going to shake up the political landscape across the, across the E-World. Um, we're going to bring some real conservatives into power here, so that should be... That should be good. You have a lot of multis, AJ. I mean, I know you've got a couple, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know some people have scores of multis and they don't get caught. How do they do that? Well, what they do is they just use that. Sorry, I'm eating, I'm eating carrots because I didn't have dinner. Um, they use, uh, you know, different IPs. They don't interact. They live in different countries. Or they, uh, you know, they keep them real active. It's, it's hard to prove multiing when you have both of your, or however many accounts you have, running active newspapers and sending a lot of messages. So there's two ways to go. You have you can have a few really active multis, or you can just have a whole bunch that all you do with them is have uh, have them funnel funds back to uh back to your main owner or your or your org through the money market because as of yet they don't track that. Um. You know, I myself, I didn't pool funds with my multis. Now, I did I did use them in elections, but not for myself, but, you know, for other people. Um, mm-hmm. I pushed Stanwick over the edge once to win. Uh, I threw a couple to, uh, oh, God, who was it? Um, I threw a couple to, to, to D.C. before I got banned. Um, I still, I, I always felt bad after I beat him that first time because he was, it was just really, really, really easy. Is that how you kept um, with your multis? What? Is that how you kept winning by using your multis? No, they never voted for me, not once. Oh. They didn't even live in the same state. Um, I lived in New Jersey. I kept all of them in Florida or overseas. I've still got – they didn't get all of them. I've got one in Indo that uh, – is, is still over there. He, he's doing the military thing for the Indos, trying to trying to get a little rep. He's really the only guy I play regularly anymore because, you know, if I'm ever going to use that to my advantage in the future, I need to keep him active. You know, yeah. I don't even – my main guy, who only a couple people know who it is, uh, my main guy isn't even as active as him. He's got a newspaper, but he didn't really do anything with it. And, uh, hmm. you know. You have the inside scoop on this. Let's get some details. Now, when my party was on the verge of top fiving, what was the reaction amongst uh, some of the elite 
who you were working with back then? Well, really, we were just talking about how we weren't sure where, where the people were coming from and how many of them were there simply to vote against you. Um, you know, versus how many were curious or how many bought your line. Because we all, I mean, you actually messaged like six of my multis. Um, <laughs> we're all under level like 13 or 14. And, um, you know, I responded some of them positively and some of them I just made fun of you. Um, and you would just type back like in the next two minutes because I don't know how you were responding to these messages. So people would be like, rude, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, or that's a lie, or, you know, whatever. Um, it, was, it was a good way to get into the psyche of AJ Bruno. But um, that was months ago. God, I mean, I'm so far removed from the crap that they're doing. I don't even... I don't. I've got an active form account, but he's got no permissions because they banned uh they banned the one I had after my banning. So what I'm gonna do when I announce that I am my new guy publicly, which I'm not sure when or if I'm gonna do that, I'll just see if they'll change his name in the forums so that I can, you know, have my my post history and everything. Because there's a lot of threads on there that I'd like to be able to keep track of. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Now, when they banned you, how many of your multis did they end up netting? Um, I think I've seven of them. Out of how many? Oh God, I think I had twelve or thirteen. <laughs> um, you know, but most of them, most of them, just I plopped them in other countries and uh, had them uh, join parties. And, and be, you know, I was active in mobile voting for, for two of the Indo parties uh, just so that I would get to know the people in the the middle levels of the, the government over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and those guys are still around, actually. They're still they're still over there, two-clicking and telling the party line so that eventually one day I might run. I might run them for Congress or something. I don't know. Uh, I mean, like I said, I haven't had a whole lot of time to dedicate to the game lately. Yeah. Uh, some people quit a lot. I don't know if I, I told you this. I find this a little ridiculous. Um, did I tell you what Stan was told me? Uh, no. Although okay. I did talk to him earlier tonight. Did you? He claims that in real life he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, I, I don't think he's ever quoted a number to me, but I know well, that. Uh, I know that he's got he's got some money. I mean. I don't know how much. We, we, you know, by the time we he was, yeah, he had sold three businesses by the time he was 20. When I, I, and then he said that I guess he's what 26, 27. He said that uh, that he'll probably be a billionaire before he's 30. So that must mean he, if it's true, he would have hundreds of millions. And considering he said that he used to spend 20 hours a day on this game, I highly doubt that. I think he's full of crap. Well, I know for a fact because I was on Skype with him a lot of the time during the day. Um, yeah, months ago, back when we were both new, because we actually started the game on the same day. Uh, we had the same e-birthday. Um, he would be at work and and on the game because uh, we 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 were real tight. Uh, you know, we came up in Cong. I, I got into Congress one month before him, but you know, we came up in Congress together. Uh, when I was speaker, he was my deputy because he you know he cleaned house for me and stuff. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, I know for a fact he was at an office because, you know, I would hear his phone ring and I would hear people talking to him and stuff because uh, he would just, you know, mute me and then unmute me and stuff. But uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I know his, his real name. Um, well, he said only his only his um, family and a few close friends know his real name, but you know it. Yeah, um, we traded we traded phone numbers. Um, <laughs> Why did he choose there, to trade phone numbers with you? What? Why did he change, choose to trade phone numbers with you? Oh, I didn't. I gave him mine, um, you know, because I wasn't going to be on my computer for a while. Uh, and we were talking about something. I said, just give me a call if if something happens. He was he was monitoring something for me, and he did. Uh, and that's just how it happened. So I mean. Not a big deal. It's not like we said, you know what? I like you. Let's trade numbers and be best friends forever. It wasn't something queer like that. It was just, it was out of convenience, you know. And yeah. now did you there Google are a few, there are a few other people from the game who I've talked to, you know, on the phone. Um, talked to Daphne a few times. Uh, talked to, oh God, um, God, old guys who aren't around anymore. They moved. Uh, I've got numbers on a few of the. A few of Scrapman's friends, because uh, when I was a speaker, I was on the uh, select committee for intelligence, and they've got a thread where they all posted phone numbers in case of, you know, emergency. Somebody needed to get to a computer, and they weren't. You could call them and tell them you need to do this or you need to approve that kind of thing. Huh. Interesting. Okay, why don't we shift gears a little bit. Now, what do you think is going to happen uh, – with the GOP in the next uh, couple election cycles? Uh, oh, congressional elections? Um, I think we'll pick up seats in uh, in the House um, enough to be majority. I'm not sure. It depends on who we run uh, against incumbents, how many people who were defeated we try to bring back. Um you know, we haven't haven't really vetted our candidates well since '94. Uh, that's been our biggest problem. Is that people have donors said things that we just haven't taken the time to look into. Um, that that needs to that needs to happen. I think we've got. Uh, I'll pull up a list. I want to see. I want to see which senators we've got up for re-election. I don't know all of them off the top of my head. Just to say that I. Uh, no. Had a reason to track. Unfortunately, um, we have more incumbents retiring than they do. We don't understand why all the Republicans just retire. I mean, do you realize you're hurting us? Um, hold on, let me. 2010. Senator. From what I recall, I, just, I think uh, it's about evenly split in terms of uh, seats. Yeah, I'm pulling it up now on Wikipedia. Thank God for Wikipedia. Um, okay. We've got. Okay, well, there's the special there's the special in Massachusetts that they're holding uh, that they're holding. That's gonna be it's gonna be a Democrat. I really don't see um, your Republican taking that one. Uh, let's see, retiring Democrats: Roland Burris uh, <laughs> and Ted Kaufman. Well, Burris, obviously, I'm not sure how we're gonna fill him. Roland Burris. Uh, if, if, Obama, if Obama wants his old seat back, he can have it. You know. Yeah. See, we've got Bond, Brownback, Bunning, Greg, Lemieux, Voinovich retiring. Well, we should hold Florida. 
Um, uh, it's a shame Jeb isn't running. He should have done that. Well, uh, well, Charlie's in the race, so uh, that's that's he's he's pretty much gonna get it. Um, I think Rob Portman will get Voinovich's seat. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the spread's gonna be on that. One. I haven't looked at the demographics, but um, Portman should be okay. Hampshire. Oh God, I don't know about New Hampshire. I haven't really looked at it. Is um. Yeah, New Hampshire's. Is, been rather sickening the past few. Uh, few I mean, is Sununu looking to is Sununu looking to run again? Cause, I mean, uh, I know he said he's not, but people, you know, he could be enticed to run. Greg is Greg is retiring, so if Sununu wants back in, that's a good chance to do it. Um, yeah, and it's it's a, it's a shame too. I mean, the way how politics are predictable in the sense of the way people react towards it. If they get rid of, like, these really great senators and replace them with really bad ones, it's... Well, I mean, Sununu wasn't great. Um, well, I mean, he's, he's you know, a solid conservative in a in a region where New Hampshire was the only remotely conservative state, and now that's even fading away. Yeah, but see, I don't, I don't, I don't say somebody's a good senator if, if they're solidly conservative. You need, to have the right, you need to have the right ideology, because if you have a radical leftist who's pushing things that are hurting the country... Look, he, he was a good, he was he was a decent senator in that he didn't cause a whole lot of trouble. Um, you know, and he was relatively young. I think he was the baby of the Senate the whole time. I'm not sure though. Um, uh, I'm not sure. He's only in. He's only like 46 or something. Um, so he's got time. I think he should run for governor. I don't know if he should. It just looks. It just looks cheap for him to go after. Um, uh, Greg Seat, because it's just on the heel of his loss to uh, Shaheen, and I'm not sure uh, how that's going to go. Besides, I think one of their other statewide officers is running. I'm not sure who, though. Um, okay, Kentucky. I don't know who we've got in Kentucky. Um, it's, uh, I really I, I really don't know anything about Kentucky. Yeah, I'm not even going to comment. Still kind of early to see with with some of these, but um, Brownback. Oh, Brownback retiring is going to be yeah, he, he's going to be interesting. That's why I'm not a huge fan of him anymore. When he when he was a big supporter of uh, Sibelius being confirmed as HHS secretary, just because she's the governor of your state doesn't mean you have to be a huge supporter of her. And the uh, I don't think she was a bad I don't think she was a bad choice. Uh, well, she's very rapidly pro-abortion, so. And her ties to, to kill her, um, and for him to, to say he's a really pro life and then come out and support her like that, he lost all See, respect. Uh, I hate when you respect. when you say pro abortion. I highly what doubt that pro- she's pro abortion. Okay. She she could say she's Catholic and personally pro life all she wants, but for her to push those views as, in a public forum, I think that's very contradictory. And and that's you don't really think it's contradictory for for Republican uh, Republicans who. Or uh, I, I don't want to use the term pro-life because it's not pro-life. What it is is pro-restricting people's ability to govern their own bodies. But so, so pro-life. pro-life. Um, but in their own life, they or their wife or their daughter or somebody in their family has had an abortion. It comes out later. It just it's contradictory. The only thing I liked about the fact that um, about Sarah Palin was that. You never caught her saying some one thing and doing the other. I mean, she just wasn't that slick. Uh, 
I just I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be, we've got a lot of really weird elections. I mean, in my own state, we've got um, our junior senator David Vitter is up for re-election. He's facing. Oh, he, he should be safe. Well, I, we don't know that. Bad, it's gonna be a bad year for Democrats. I I I don't see. The question is though, the Republicans are in such a deficit now, especially since that outright theft in Minnesota. Um, okay, I think I think it'll be tough for the Democrats, and I think they will lose seats. Will they lose as many as a lot of the pundits on the right think? No, I don't think so. Um, because they can't get to 60 until 2000. I mean, that's kind of out of the question. It's not even – I don't even think we'll take a majority. I think what's going to happen oh, is oh, – no. Yeah. no, because if you look at it, America doesn't blame – especially – well, they, they, they blame the House to some extent just because mm. Pelosi's so outspoken. But they don't blame Democratic senators for anything that the Democrats have done. Um, so to try to paint them that way is going to be difficult. Uh, they haven't really used their 60-person majority to do anything except threaten. And you have to acknowledge that if we had a 60-person majority, we would do the exact same thing. So you, you well, can't really Yeah, we would do things that would help the country, though, not hurt it like they're doing. In, in your opinion. Well, it's not you can't say you can't say what will help or hurt until after it's happened and like ten years have passed. I mean, there's nothing. There's not a single thing you can say. We're going to pass this law and it will help no, us tomorrow. See, you look at history. You look at history and you think that Carter's bad. This guy, I said, this, he makes Carter look like Reagan. At least, at least Carter had some moral values. This guy has no values, no discernible values whatsoever. Everything he does and believes in is contradictory to what's American. And that's kind of pathetic that we have somebody who's fundamentally an anti-American president. I mean, that's just disturbing. Oh, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with your synopsis, but I, I, I do think that for the most part, he hasn't lived up to what people expect him to do. Now, I do think he made some decent cabinet appointments. They, they weren't all good, but I think that, that in a lot of positions, he looked more at resume than... Uh, you know, the po- whatever political thought it might give us. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's going to be a tough year all around. We don't really, there aren't a whole lot of people who are super safe on either side of the aisle. I, uh, aisle. You know, like, I don't think Boxer's going to have a problem. I don't think Dodd's going to have a problem. Uh, NU is probably safe. Uh, by, um, probably safe. It depends on who. I think someone like Pence should run against him, but I also like to see someone like that as president too. So the you know running for Senate seat and running for president right after—that's usually not done. Um, so. I mean, it's tough. I mean, you really can't—you can't go from anywhere except for um, a, a governorship or or the Senate or even a cabinet position into any kind of serious. Uh, presidential contention, unless you're outside of politics completely. Um, so, if that's your end game, then that would be smooth. If it's not, I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of people who get talked about as presidential candidates. I'm not thrilled by anybody on our side of the aisle. I, 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 well, they're saying that Santorum could possibly run. Uh, I don't like well, Santorum. I'm, I'm a huge fan of his. He could be a phenomenal president. Um, and it's, it's, it's a it's a shame that uh, he, he was basically what the left did to Santorum is kind of what they do, except 
he's much longer than I am, but they he was their number one target. They were gonna go to no they were gonna go to all ends to stop him in Pennsylvania. And, and I, I mean, agree with them. Yeah. I think he was way too way too uh, ideological. He he would if there was something that he even thought he would disagree with in some way, he wouldn't even acknowledge it as something legitimate on the table. And and that's just ridiculous. There's so many things that he dismissed out of hand because he didn't like what he was hearing about them as far as, as, far as uh, uh, his personal values came into play. And it just pissed me off. Well, would you, <laughs> it's good for a politician to have personal values. Otherwise... I'm not saying I'm not saying it isn't. What I'm saying is that there are certain values and certain personal beliefs that shouldn't come into your. They should not play a role in your official decisions. I mean, they just shouldn't. We don't. We live in in a representative democracy, so it is your job to do what you think is in the best interest of your constituents, rather than what they think is in their best interest. However. I don't believe that it was ever the intention of anyone who helped found this country to base our our laws too much on any single uh, ideology. I think the whole point of it was that we want to bring as many ideas to the table as possible and then figure out where to go once we know what our options are. There are too many people who don't who don't listen to anyone. If you disagree with somebody once, you're going to disagree with them again. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. That's the only reason why uh, why I support a lot of Democratic, uh, uh, you know, national politicians because I think that they, more than the Republicans, a lot of the time are willing to come to the table and talk about what what options might be available. Whereas Republicans, especially in the last ten to twelve years, have been this is the way we want to do it, and this is the only way we're willing to do it. Uh, I would not. The Republicans could have done a lot more, and they should have done a lot more. The Democrats are the ones who do that. They pretend they want to hear the other view, and they, they're like, oh, well, do you have a plan? And, and the Republicans always have lots of good plans, but the Democrats want it their way. It's their way or no if way. You look, just, if you look at the numbers, and it takes a while, but I mean, I, 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 do, I, I have nothing to do a lot of time during the day at work. So I, I, read, I read stuff on the Internet, and one thing I love to read is uh, the upcoming and recent bills that have been debated and voted on in Congress. And if you look at the number of friendly amendments uh, to Democratic bills by Republicans versus Republican bills by Democrats, it's staggering. It's staggering. They allow almost three times as many friendly amendments from the other side of the aisle than we do. I think it's ridiculous that that number is so out of, out of balance. How many more times? You know what a friendly amendment is, right? I, I can't hear you. Well, what is? The, uh, a friendly amendment. When when the author of an instrument um, allows an amendment to be tacked onto a bill without without vote or or debate because he doesn't necessarily disagree with the with the amendment. I'm familiar. Well, if you look at the figures, if you look at the numbers. Democrats allow almost four times as many friendly amendments to their bills by Republicans than vice versa. <laughs> I, I think that's indicative of a trend in how they do business okay, versus how, how we do business. The Democrats want to do – they love to be bipartisan when they're in the minority. But when they're in the majority, 
uh, somehow not so much. I don't think that's indicative of the party. I think that just happens to be the president's stance on the issues he's chosen to put on the national agenda. <sighs> okay, and the issues he's put on the national agenda should not be the top priority. For instance, this uh, this health care uh, reform thing. And then they try and say, um, you know, I, I think when they say, oh, well, there's 50 million uninsured, when it's actually 12 to 14, when you break down the fluff they add into it. Um, and they act like this is the most important issue. So you're going to punish 95% of people for 5% who are going to be taken care of anyway. It's just a, a somewhat of a drag on the system. But instead of doing that, you're going to ruin the health care for everyone. And that's a top priority. Now, to socialize. I, don't, I don't agree with your statement that it ruins health care for everyone. Yeah, I think okay, it, does, it does well, it, hurt a lot of people, but it helps more. Like me personally, if this reform were to pass, I would not benefit. In fact, what would probably happen is that I work, I work for the city. The city would go from the private insurer we use now to the public option, which would not be better for me personally. And that's why I oppose it, because I'm one of those people who believes that if everyone were to vote and were to express their opinion in the way that is best for them across the entire country, then what we have is the country doing what's best for the majority, and that's always the goal of the country, except in cases where, obviously, you're looking at discrimination or racism. I know that's one of the more, uh, more favored racial slurs, but you have to look at you have to look at how it affects you individually, and then worry about the big picture. To do it the other way around gives you a skewed view of things. For me and my family, the way things are now is better. Do I think there needs to be reform? Yes, there are too many people who aren't getting proper coverage. Do I think this is the way to go about it? Not necessarily. I think there are existing programs that if they were expanded could cover the people that needed to be covered. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the thing is, I, what really gets me here is now he wants to, <clears throat> and I said it's not a tax, even though it's a fine, whatever you want to call it, uh, for people who choose not to have health care. Now, while I'm covered by a family plan, in a few years I might decide it's not worth it if I have to pay extra for it. Why should me, uh, as a 20-something-year-old then, uh, have to pay a That's that's government control, and they have no right to do that. If you're young and healthy, you're not really a, much of a drag on the system. I think that's that's ridiculous. Why don't we uh, bring in someone else here? Uh, a San Diego caller, I think. Who's this? Hello. Yo. Yes, you're on the show with the. Uh, is this Mr. AJ Bruno? It is. It is, and you're on with the. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, make a comment on the universal health care. Sure. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, I'm, like, pretty pissed off at this. And, you know, you you have a conversation at, like, let's just say with your peers, like, from school or something. And then they come up and then they just say some bull crap, like, oh, yeah, universal health care is going to help everyone. But if you look and you see, like, what country, like, what country has great universal health care, that their taxes isn't, like, skyrocketed, you'll, you'll, you'll see none. Okay. You know, you know um, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, 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 I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, well, that's what they do in other countries. They'll tax you to the high heavens and then say, oh, well, we have free health care. Well, yeah, but you're paying for it. 
and you're paying way more than you would pay normally because most people don't need that. So essentially you're paying for other people, and that drives everyone down. It, 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 um, it, it, it's fundamentally un-American to try to want to have a Canadian or European tax not it's not fundamentally un-American to use a system used by somebody else. We stole our entire entire form of governance from England. We just changed the king to a president and gave him more authority. Well, this is this is true. We did structure on that. However, that was 200 plus years ago. This is now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The, because uh, you, as a Republican, shouldn't be. You should be strict a strict constructionist. So it shouldn't matter that that was 200 some odd years ago. Okay, okay, but what we modeled uh, us based on the United Kingdom's government then does not exist now. The UK of the 18th century is turned into ever more into a weak, pathetic state, and that's just the sad truth of it. And why should we, why should we copy something that's not working? Their their currency is still stronger than ours. Okay. Um, I think that's the best indicator, given the fact that the gold standard hasn't been used forever. I think. Because the, the, the value of your currency is the international community. It, it's directly indicative of the international community's belief in the strength of your government and the, the strength of your, your private business. And the fact that theirs is, I think, it, it's so far, it's way higher up the, the ladder on, on, on currency strength than we are, is indicative of the fact that outside of their borders and outside of our borders, they are looked at as better community for people to go to for business, for uh, stability, for, for, for more regular uh, okay. and balanced income. Okay, well, I think London is now the financial capital of the world, but even if, even if they're attracting business in that way, that doesn't make it a better society. If, it, if something's good for the businesses, not necessarily good for the people. And what's done over there just doesn't work. I mean, you have in most of Europe, for instance, abysmally low fertility rates to the point where a lot of these countries are going to breed themselves out of existence. Uh, the problem is not as bad in the U.S. If we were to have socialized health care, what's not to say we would go down the road that uh, many of these European states have gone. And, and that's going to be disastrous for their economy. If you're one of these countries... Um, that have, oh, yeah, I, mean, watch, I just watched 47. Okay. Uh, if you're in one of these countries that have... All right, we'll link to that call. 1.3 children when the fertility rate is 2.1. In a generation or two, you're going to be reeling from that, so... Um, I don't know. Pfeiffer, you have any comments on, on the uh, caller there? Pfeiffer, are you still there? Yeah, uh, you're just you're cutting in and out for me. Okay. Uh, do you have any comments on the caller we just had? Um, I think that the level of public service um, and the level of taxes paid are are a direct. Uh, it's a direct corollary. Uh, you pay. Let's say you live in an apartment and you generate, I don't know, two bags of garbage. You live by yourself. You generate two bags of garbage a week. You pay the same equivalent tax 
as someone that lives in a in a house with a family of six and generates ten to twelve bags of garbage a week, you're paying the same tax. Is that unfair, AJ? Is that unfair? Um, yeah, I think. I think in general, what's the, what we have in this country is right now is still it's partial socialization. We have socialism to an extent in this country, which I think is wrong. Um, for instance, you have to pay a certain amount of taxes that are going to go towards public schools, despite if you don't want your children to go to those schools. I what didn't attend a, a public primary school. I attended a private um, primary school where we paid tuition. And that, that's just because of the state of the public schools in Louisiana. Well, but there, should, there should be doctors for people to, to do that too. Exactly. But, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, and I don't think anybody else should begrudge the fact that um, if you own a home, at least I'm not sure what it is everywhere, but here – the schools are paid for by property taxes. Um, it's paid for by, by residential and business property taxes. So if you don't own uh, the the dwelling you live in, you're technically not paying public schools. Um, I don't have a problem with that. I think that uh, what happens is, you know, you, you end up paying that to your landlord or whoever, um, and then they pay the taxes. And so you receive the service. It's the same thing. But to say that everyone doesn't get the same services or some people pay more, um, I think that that's the only way you can have certain things work. Um, I, I've got a friend who uh, he lives in the north, in the north uh, up in New England. He owns three very successful uh, companies. Um, he's worth upwards of $80 million. He's been doing this since he was like 16 is when he incorporated. He pays something like 11 to 12 times the the taxes of my entire family. And he, he receives the same services as far as the federal government is concerned. So is that wrong? I'm not sure. I don't know how we could stagger it if a flat tax would work. I don't know how you would uh, – how would you – what? I think you need a consumption tax. That would be the I think, I think I think that we need – what we need to do is cut down um, on the income tax and raise, uh, raise taxes on goods. I, I do agree with that. But I think to some extent, just because people uh, – people do save and people do put money away over time, uh, that might not necessarily get taxed for years. Sure, um, but who, you know, who, who wants to deal with this whole complicated... I mean, the IRS is just stupid to have all that. I and mean, I agree, and I agree. And and the only problem with, with changing things so radically where the IRS would be unnecessary is that at that point then you're putting millions of Americans out of work. Everybody that works for the IRS, let's say 90% of them have just lost their jobs. Tax attorneys, accountants, CPAs, people who work for them. You are shutting down a huge industry. Well, yeah, there well, are multi-million dollar companies whose sole purpose for existing is to help people do okay, their well, taxes. There's a lot of, in, a lot now, of industries that 
that shouldn't exist in the first place. So. You have to look at the cost and the benefit versus the benefit. If we shut down that whole industry, it would help out more people though. Okay, for instance, and talk about I mean talk about a fair tax. If you're having a consumption tax, it should tax you on what you're you're buying. So let's say let's say your friend wants to buy a huge mansion. So tax the hell out of him. He's still going to want that mansion, and he's going to pay more for it, more money for uh, everything else. That's the way to do it, and that's the fair way to do it. Okay, but <clears throat> then you would have enti- – I hate to, I hate to say it like this, but you have entire segments of the population that could, in theory, not pay any tax at all. I know for years in high school, um, even though I worked – I, I spent very little. Oh, okay, but you're not going to get much tax money from children anyway, so I, I was ridiculous. We, do they t- hey, if you have a job, you pay taxes. Uh, I filled out my first, my first tax form at 15. You have to make a certain amount, so I think, is it, uh, is it 5000 No, it's not like I was working for the family or a friend or I was getting paid on a I had a job. I went to an office. I did work. Um, yeah. You know, so you, I, I mean, I've got like – I've got to act on a quarters towards my Social Security already. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, it might not be there. Um, but, it, you know, I, but I was receiving services. You know, I don't, I think that, I think that in the same way that your parents, you, you receive services from the government, your parents pay taxes. I think that in a lot of ways, the government uh, needs to, needs to look at providing some services on the basis of simply being within, you know, within compliance with tax regulations versus how they are now where if you have some sort of pending something with the IRS at the federal level, not the state level, because that's way too, it's too difficult to track across 50 states, uh-huh. they should shut down some of your federal services. I think that's the only way. There's no, there's no real penalty as long as you pay the fines associated with it or trying to get around tax law. Yeah. Yeah. Jail time is uh, almost never given, except in the cases of huge, huge uh, abuse of the system or, or, or hiding money or not paying taxes. Mm-hmm. As, as it is now, it's the same way with we've got government contractors over the Department of Defense that some of them, I think the, the number I looked at was are 16 months behind schedule, but they still get paid on schedule. Why? That's a good question. If, if I went to work and I didn't do my job at the at the, the rate they needed me to do it, let's say they, they needed me to do 10 things in a week and I did six of them, after a couple of weeks, I'm fired. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's just it's small errors in government and, and how we run the country that don't make any sense to me. Yeah. Maybe that's why we need a... I'm not worried about the huge, big moral issues like you are, because I think a lot of them are, are outside the scope of well, I wouldn't what say that because it's supposed it's to do. Outside of the scope. But the country used to be better when they were inside the scope. But. The little things, I mean, the money we would save on not paying delinquent contractors is ridiculous. I don't have the figure yeah. in front of me. I looked at it a few weeks ago. It's just huge. It's just gigantic. We're talking like billions upon billions of dollars. Yeah. No. Um, that's what we need to be looking at. We don't need to be looking at big moral issues that we can't. Oh, nobody whoa, whoa, can whoa, really. Whoa, whoa. Well, okay. If there is a okay, so you're saying, despite the fact that there's a Holocaust occurring in this country, we shouldn't worry about it. 
Isn't that what there's a hol- there's a hol- I didn't I didn't hear about the Holocaust. Is there something going on? Yeah, there's a Holocaust that goes on every day. Thousands of unborn children are murdered. Maybe you missed it. Oh, okay. Um, I don't necessarily agree with your with your rhetoric. Um, I think that I think that you're blowing things just just a touch out of proportion. Considering the fact that the only argument against abortion is is moral rather than on any kind of legal ground. Um, I, I don't see how government can properly properly regulate. Um, it's a medical procedure. It's, it's uh, really, so 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 murdering a baby is a medical procedure. So if I murdering I, murdering a baby is murder. Um, I, well, uh, aborting a, aborting a fetus is is a medical procedure. This is still a baby. If I no, actually, it's not. A baby is a, is is a, a totally um, you know independent independent life form. It, it can breathe on its own. It expels waste on its own. It, 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 a fetus is, for all intents and purposes, a parasite. That's a really cool thing. It that? derives so, all of its nutrients and expels all of its waste. If you answer that, through its mother. If you're running for Congress, it has it, it is yeah. more parasitic than it is uh, uh, mammalian. And, and I'm not saying that I agree with. I'm just saying from a scientific I, standpoint, I, I that's fact. Doctors, I would say most doctors would disagree with you. And that's a really cold thing to say. And it, even even putting away um, the moral issues of what you just said, um, if you're running for Congress in Louisiana and you get asked a question and you answer like that, there is no chance in hell you're ever going to win anything significant. Well, uh, I, on the abortion issue, my, my, my rote answer is that I don't think that at this time it's something government has okay. a purview to regulate. Now you're, now, you're, now you're on the record for saying something else. So you never know what you can't fine. do. That's fine, and and I'm okay with that because it's what I it's it it is, it is something that I don't I don't necessarily disagree. I'm not saying I agree with it. I was I was trying to rebut your statement. Um, yeah. it, 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 you you take things to an extreme to show the extremity on the other side. It's, I haven't been saying that. And this guy is a debate this guy tactic. Tactic. Um, good point. That uh, it has. To I, I just <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. see how where where the government has the legal right to regulate uh, it. I don't. If an, un, if an unborn human being... Short of a constitutional amendment, because a constitutional amendment can grant the government any power the people see fit to give it. But short of that, there isn't any law I can find on the books, so and especially in the Constitution, that grants the federal government the right to regulate abortion. Once again, murder is murder. And, okay, if you can show me one, that'd be great, because I personally don't agree with it. I think it's like you can't find a, a legal foothold for uh, for regulating or, or, or denying a person the right to, to, to execute one. Okay. I, okay. Well, uh, someone brought a good point. I forgot to mention this. Now, do you support waterboarding? Do you, do you support waterboarding as a, a tool of interrogation? AJ. Yeah. Can't hear you. Do you support waterboarding as a tool of interrogation? Patrick? Do you saw that? Um, 
I can hear you. Are you talking or what? Okay. Uh, I guess Pfeiffer's having some issues here. Anyway, okay. Uh, what he just said was kind of um, messed. <laughs> well, not kind of messed up. I, I find that disturbing at that point of view. Um, Hello. Oh, you there? Hello. Pfeiffer, are you there? I just heard you briefly, yes. Okay. Uh, we're having some problems with him. It's, it's a shame. We were just in the midst of a rather good uh, discourse on this. Um, okay, that's a good question. Now, if you can hear this, Pfeiffer, and you talk back, um, yeah, uh, uh, our wonderful president, when he was in the Illinois State Senate, we know on a bill that would require care for uh, unborn babies who were who survived a botched abortion attempt. Um, and the reason that he said he did this was because he think it would be a step on the way to doing away with Roe v. Wade and legal abortion, despite the fact that it wasn't at all. And a rather extreme position, too. Um, so I, if Pfeiffer can get back on here, I'd love to hear his view on this. Because there are some people who actually hold this extreme viewpoint. Um, and, and, and okay, uh, well, while we're waiting for Pfeiffer, let me go back to the phones. Uh, all right, we'll go back to California. Hello. Hello. Yes, welcome back. Oh, sorry about that. I got disconnected. No problem. But, yeah, well, when we're, like, back to the topic of abortion, it's it's just, like, that, that douchebag who said it was, like, a parasite, you know, it's, it's just, it's, should someone really, even if it, even if they are the mother, should, why would you kill your own kid? Yeah. Why would you kill your own kid? It's, I, I think it's less than 1% of abortions are from incest and rape. Well, yeah, it's a very small percentage. Um, hello? Well, yeah, it's a very, it's a very small percentage. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a small percentage. And, and it's just well, like... the correct scientific term of an infant, that's very, it's called an embryo, and they are only made up of cells, so they really don't have a brain created. They don't, most of their functions are not fully developed, so you can't really call it murder of an actual human being. Okay, 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 but how, old, but how old is that? How old is an embryo? Well, I personally believe that you're not, you shouldn't be allowed to abort your baby under three months. Okay, but mothers barely figure out that they're pregnant. Like, like after three months, that's when they figure out that they're pregnant. I know, but that's just, uh, yeah, after that, they should not be able to abort, no matter what, because that okay. is actual considered murder. That is when they're, heard, far, they're finally developing some of their I've symptoms. heard this before. Now, why are you not human at two months and 29 days, or two months and 30 days, but once you get to the three-month mark, how does that day suddenly make you worth of, worthy of not killing? That doesn't make any sense. Well, it's because after three months, you actually are developed. You're developing... 
some of your systems. So you're actually becoming a live like a live baby. That means you're. Shouldn't alive. we let the baby like? Shouldn't we let the baby choose if you if you want to live or die? Oh yeah. So who, who gets to that? Be, okay, okay. If we're gonna have it like that, then how about we let we let the baby come out as a mother, and then we ask him if he, if he wants to live if he wants to live or, live or die. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying, AJ? I I know exactly what you're saying. All right, Pfeiffer's back yeah. on here. Pfeiffer, give us your perspective on this. Do you support? Uh, are you in favor of uh, letting babies die after botched abortions or partial birth abortion, late term? What do you think? I think at that point you have to look at the viability of the of of of, of the child. Um, will it, you know how? What kind of life would it lead after after a botched procedure? Okay, but uh, what do you think of the fact that uh, Obama, when he was in the Illinois State Senate? Uh, voted against something like that. Doesn't that not show the fact that he's rather cold-hearted? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know his reasoning. I mean, I really haven't delved into, into what his position was at the time. Um, I mean, me personally, I just I don't see a legal grounds for regulation. Um, I, I, I just can't find one. Uh, but, you know... I, I, his public statements at the time, uh, I don't know what they were. I'm sure he justified it somehow, but I mean, I don't know what, what he said. Was that just an echo of you? Yeah, I don't know whose echo that was. <laughs> I had another caller on there. but um, I'm curious who the secret caller is. We have a secret caller here. Uh, is it one of my trolls? Let's see. Who, oh, no, he's hung up. Okay. Anyway, so, um, okay, now his justification, I don't know if you were listening a few minutes ago, was that he thought it would set a precedent for doing away with uh, Roe v. Wade or legal board, which made no sense at all. Basically, a bullshit, re- a, a BS reason to uh, justify his extreme viewpoint. Well, I, it, me, if that was going to be my position, I would have simply abstained. Um, because my my argument would have been that uh, were it to directly oppose uh, a Supreme Court decision, it would have to be nullified by a federal court anyway. Um, you know, so that there wasn't there wasn't a point, and it would be a waste of the body's time. Uh, I don't know what he actually said, you know, verbatim. I haven't read it. I don't do. Uh, I just I just think there's until science is clearer. Uh, at what point the 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 fetus becomes uh, sentient, or until the voters decide, or Congress decides, because Congress can you know can can send a resolution to the states and whatnot to to amend the constitution. Until one of those two things happen, I don't see I don't see a legal ground for regulation. I think that's what the that's what the spirit behind the Roe v. Wade decision is that the law passed to regulate it isn't based on anything in the Constitution, and the government doesn't derive the authority to regulate it beyond the fact that it could, at a certain point, do more harm than good to the mother, who is legally the person undergoing the proceedings. See, your viewpoint doesn't hold any water anymore, because the, the pro-life movement is gaining, despite the fact that we have this this president, unfortunately, in office, who wasn't elected, obviously, for his, his social views. Unfortunately, people thought he had a better economic plan, which is 
nonsense anyway. But the pro-life movement will eventually triumph. And your viewpoint is on the losing side of history. Um, now, I don't think I don't think that you. I, I disagree with your statement that the pro-life movement will eventually win. I think that if you look at the demographics, the younger people are are are, are not necessarily agreeing with the current pro-life stance. I think a modified pro-life stance might might become the majority opinion with with demographics the way they are now and the fact younger people are whether or not they become republic are becoming more socially moderate and even liberal to some extent with regards to uh homosexual marriage. Um I I, I just don't see I just don't see where where well, we're I I the general understanding if you look at where the various and stuff that's been done is younger people are more pro life but more pro gay at the same time. So the two issues are going in opposite directions. I'm, ass- I'm, assuming, I'm assuming you also favor gay marriage. I don't, I, it's not that I favor it. It's that I don't favor banning it because I don't see how you can legally do so. Okay. You consider yourself... Yeah, a- I, I'm one of those people who... I'm only a Republican because of my economic decisions. I'm very socially moderate. I wouldn't go so far as to call myself socially liberal because I don't necessarily agree it's a lot of the things that, in the end, I would end up having to 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 not oppose. But there are things that, when I can't find a legal remedy for, for uh, you know, prohibiting or even allowing something, I have to stay silent on the matter. Were it to come to the constitutional vote and we were to say we're going to ban abortions except under these things, I would say yes, okay, yes. But under the law as it is now, under the constitution. I don't see where the government derives its authority to regulate the procedure. Okay. If let's say let's say that there's a scientific consensus, life begins at conception. Do you still say, oh, it doesn't matter, certain people don't have the right to live? No, there's nobody that doesn't have the right to live. Um uh I think everybody has the right to live. Um and, and were there to be a national consensus that life begins at conception, then we wouldn't be have this debate would be irrelevant. It would have already been something Congress would have passed it and the state legislatures would have approved a constitutional amendment. So the argument would be moot if if there were ever to be a clear and concise majority all believing the same thing. The problem is while there are people like me who are pro life, I can't I cannot and will not allow that belief to govern way that I would vote or the way that I would act were I to be a governmental official. I don't see the legal grounds to allow me to do so. I see. Um, okay, well, you, you consider yourself Catholic, correct? Consider myself what? Catholic. No, I'm not Catholic. I'm Episcopalian. Okay, you're Episcopalian. That's right, okay. Well, similar in certain ways. But, uh, yeah. Um Okay, now, does not, does, do, okay, do human beings have the right to choose life or death for each other, or is that God's duty? You know, who are we to say? Um, I, think, I, think, I think as soon as God gave man free will, he removed himself from the equation. Um, 
uh, as far as, as life ending before natural causes goes. Someone can take their own life. Somebody else can take another person's life. It's, it's part of uh, free, the, the, the God's decision to grant people the Do I think that it's wrong to kill people? Of course. I don't know if you'll meet anyone who isn't sociopathic that, that believes otherwise. Um, do I see abortion as murder? Yes. Do I see it as under as the legal definition of murder? No. And that's why I can't okay. support ban under the current constitution. Okay. So if you're recognizing that it's some sort of murmur, sorry, some some form of murder, uh, you distinguish one murder from another. If I if I go over there and I shoot you in the head, and then I go shoot someone who's ninety and on their deathbed in the head, does that make one murder less important than the other one? No, it doesn't. Um, however, I, I, there are there is a legal definition of murder in all fifty states. There is no federal murder statute. Murder isn't defined in any federal law. So the the government is in in a, in a weird position because when they do rule on these things federally, they have to look at the state law versus what the federal current allows, um, and say that an abortion is under the law of murder is wrong because it isn't. Um, there are some cases in some states where if you were to murder a pregnant woman, you can be charged twice. And I think that is a weird legal novel that several states have gotten themselves into. Uh, but that, that's another discussion on whether or not uh, there's a judicial decision on whether that that law is invalid due to the fact that uh, Roe v. Wade clearly doesn't establish the fetus as an individual. Hmm. Yeah. Um, see, I see a lot of flaws in your argument. The more we discuss... Of course you do, because your, your entire goal in this discussion is to disprove what I'm saying, whereas my goal is to explain my belief. So we have, yeah. different, we have different goals in what we're trying to accomplish by discussing this. And that makes any meaningful debate very difficult. Um, you're coming from uh, a personal, either religious or moral standpoint, and I, while I agree with your personal standpoint, don't agree with it under legal uh, standings. My entire argument is I don't see where or how the federal government Derives the authority from the Constitution to regulate it any more or less than any other medical procedure. Okay. You now, if a state wants to take it up, that's something a that they can do, and that will be something for a federal court to decide, because I guarantee you it'll get appealed all the way to the top. Um, you just have to look at what powers the Constitution gives the federal government. Because if it's not given to the federal government, grant it to the states. And then it's up for federal review in the form of the federal courts. Um, that's the only reason. That's singularly the only reason that you could at any point in my life call me pro-choice. Yeah. But see, it's kind of it's wrong to have that perspective in the way, sense that, I'll say this, um, 
the federal government – now, has your family lived in the South for uh, at least 140 years? We've been down here since uh, – let's see. Oh, God. The, uh, my dad was born in Georgia, and they came here when he was real young. So almost, I guess, 53 years. My grandparents moved here 50 years ago. Well, have your have your ancestors been here in the in the below the Mason Dixon line for a century and a half or so? No, not at all. Um, in fact, my grandparents um, uh, are both uh, German. Okay, so that came after that. All right. Well, all right. For a lot of people living down there, uh, their ancestors had the federal government come and steal their property. But now that's justified by history as, well, slavery and slavery was a great moral wrong. Now, does that mean that the federal government should have let them keep their slaves? No, because... um, So why should the federal government let people murder uh, their their, uh, unborn babies when they're the ones who committed the acts that allowed that to happen and not take responsibility for it? No, see... There, there's a there's a, a a legal difference in the the slavery issue versus the um, abortion issue. For for one, uh, the slaves weren't technically freed. The Emancipation Proclamation is, is all that, and it was a war. It was a war proclamation. There there's some dispute whether or not it was entirely legal, but we did have a constitutional amendment. Yeah. So in the end, there was an amendment, and it did it, it did it, did, uh, it was codified by 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 the country. Whereas with 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 the, with this issue, it hasn't been yet, and I don't know if it will be. You know, now you know in the next five years, in the next ten years, when it's possible to say. Yeah. Um. All right, let's bring John Malcolm in here, one of my uh, – uh, well, for former well, – where did he go? Okay. I think we're having some switchboard issues here. People keep disappearing. And I crazy. got off, and I'm not sure what the deal was. Uh, there's something going on tonight because there's callers I keep dropping left and right. Uh, okay, anyway. Um, okay, let's see. The thing with that is both are technically moral wrongs. Now, if the federal government can tell people – you can't have slaves. Why can't it tell people you can't be irresponsible and then punish another human being because of your actions? It, 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 it can if it chooses to. The only question is, will the court rule on it? And the court didn't rule on the Emancipation Proclamation. Uh, by the time, by the time any real any any suit would have gotten to that level, we already had the, uh, a constitutional amendment. Okay. Um, just from the perspective of your career, though, uh, I don't think the Republican Party is going to go in that moderate, socially liberal direction you want it to go to. I uh, it's it's not. It's not. It's not about. For me, it's not about where the party is going to go. I don't have. I, I have to go where I where I need to go. Um, no, you're not going to get elected anywhere down there. I mean, if you want to. <laughs> True. Maybe. That's not true. I might. I mean, I'm not gonna. You know, I could never be governor, but 
local um, offices question. Yeah, but I mean, once you get to anything statewide or national, people are going to take notice of these things. So maybe on a local, in a local place. That's true, but what you have to look at is what kind of Democrat votes would I pull? Look at what? What kind of what kind of Democratic votes could I pull? You have to take that into account because it's not. Democrats in that region are socially conservative, which is a big disadvantage. Some of them are, yes, but uh, it's fewer than you'd think because the number of, of social conservatives who are still registered as Democrats is dropping every year. Well, because Louisiana is solidifying as a red state, but a, a pretty conservative red state. Um, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. We still our, our senior senator is a Democrat. We've got um, we've got a Democrat uh, Attorney General. Uh, Governor Jindal's going to have a pretty tough reelect. Um, you know, you have to. You don't live here, so you're not aware of things are going on. You know, there, there. Governor Jindal is, is is seen as increasingly, and. Some of his uh, some of his overly conservative views, some of his far far right views, are being frowned upon because uh, it causes him to not be able to compromise at times. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's that conservative. Um. Well, no, the thing is, he is though. Uh, he's very Catholic, um, and and I think in the same way that my congressman, Congressman Gao. Um, is often seen by people on the far right as you know, pandering to the left. His Catholicism has caused him to vote no on several democratic uh, reforms for the simple fact that they are they, they would in, you know fund in some way abortion, which luckily the current health health care bill. But um, you know he he's taking a major hit politically by voting down democratic measures that his constituency is in favor of um, because of his Catholicism. Uh, you know, and I know the guy. He's a great guy. He's very Catholic. Almost became a Jesuit. Um, and and I, I think that he has a lot of potential because he's one of the few members I've met that more often than not, I'm not going to say all the time because he is a politician, is honest and straightforward and and very deliberate in his decisions. Um, He's not a politician by nature. He's a politician by profession at this current time. I don't see, and in conversations I've had with him, he doesn't see this as something he's going to do in the long term. Well, plus it's going to be a tough seat to retain in the long run. Well, I mean, his, his, district, his district is going to be incredibly tough in, in 2010 for him to keep, um, just given the demographic. Uh, and also, after the redistrict, uh, you know, after the census, um, Louisiana will most likely lose a congressional district, which means that his his second and uh, probably a big chunk of uh, Melanson's third and a little bit of uh, Cassidy's sixth will get drawn together, and it's gonna it's gonna make a uh, an awkward an awkward district for anybody because you're gonna have the the more socially conservative uh, people. In, in what is now the third, uh, you're going to have the Democratic stronghold in the state, New Orleans, um, in, in what is currently the second. And you're going to draw a lot of the 
hate to use the term awkward, but a lot of the more awkward voters who are very difficult to predict coming from the, the part of the six. Yeah. He personally, he personally has a very difficult political future ahead of him, despite the fact that, uh, you know, he did, he was the upset of 2008. Um, well, there's hundreds of thousands of black voters, so I mean, it's going to hurt the Democrats. I bet you more than. Well, the thing is, the thing is that it's still a majority black district. Um. I mean, very, it's a very slim majority, but it's still there. It's still majority Democrat. In the city of New Orleans, I think our current, and I mean, I, I haven't looked at the numbers. Uh, they give them to us at every meeting for the parish executive committee, but I haven't looked at the numbers. I think only like 16 or 17 in Orleans Parish. Um, yeah. You know, granted, our, our endorsement has become the, the one to get because that 16... The sixteen percent has swung every election. Every single candidate we endorsed for a judgeship earlier this year won. Yeah. Um, so you know we were working hard. But which which group is this? The the Republican Party of, of Orleans Parish. I'm on the I'm on the committee down here. Um, it's weird. Louisiana has a weird setup in that. Each party with a certain number of members, and uh, at this point it's just the Democrats and Republicans, has an official recognized by the government leadership. They hold official elections to elect representatives to the state central committee and an election to, re uh, to elect members to the parish committee. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it is it is a it is a government office. The, the people elected to these offices hold parole power within their jurisdiction. Yeah. Um, it's a very it's a very strange system. So it's different than anywhere else in the country. I don't know. I I haven't found another 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 state that that has that delegates that authority to party officials. Um. So. It's, it's a weird balance. You know, we receive mail from the state in the same manner that legislators do. You know, because of our limited magisterial authority, you know, under the state regulations for the granting of titles, we are all the honorable insert name here. No. Um, you know, I personally have never exercised my parole powers, and I, I never will. Um, it's just stupid, because then you're tied to that person forever in anything they do. Um, but you know the, the 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 Republican Party in Louisiana, despite the fact that we've made gains in the past few years, has a lot of uh, a lot of ground to pick up. Not very well organized at all. Um, you know, the Democratic Party is not much better, to be certain. But we, you know, despite the fact that you know we took the governorship and a Senate seat, and we've got uh, we've got six of our seven. Congressional seats were not organized. It, there was sheer. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to do. Uh, this year, I've been better off than a lot of the other states. I think uh, Malcolm, Malcolm. Do we have him on now? Can you hear us? Do we have him on now? Can you hear us? Hello. All right. Hello. Great, great. Now, one of my uh, one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite e trolls. What are you up to these days? What are you up to these days? Now, can you hear me? I can barely hear you, yeah. At all. 
hear you. I'm echoing in the back. Okay, you can hear me? What am I up to these days? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that must be I don't know. Not, well, not following me around anymore. I <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really troll you. I mean, I I'm pretty much, you know, I think that I I had to do a little bit of duty to, to protect the the E Republic nation there <laughs> from you <laughs> and who PTOs parties in South Africa and pretty much pisses everybody off at you. I actually. The party, and a good portion of the gold came from me. What was that? The uh, the news. I didn't go in. I just can hear you. AJ. Um, I didn't get all the news. I I caught part of everything. Um, I'm kind of limited. You know, I didn't hear everything. I had. But not necessarily by hearsay, by I use the wiki and everything. Basically, um, you pissed off everybody. <laughs> I mean, basically, just about everybody. I, I don't know how one man can make everybody so pissed off at him, besides Osama bin Laden. John, I honestly believe that was his goal. To make people mad at him? Well, I don't understand, I think, AJ. I think, I think that AJ is endgame. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It, it seems that, that he's trying to get people to hate AJ Bruno so that he, at some point, can distract them. He's trying to do somewhere else. Well... I just, I just, I just uh, can't see why he would say and do some of the things he says and does. Well, I don't know. Okay. Just some of the stupid ass shit that you say and some of the some of the retarded remarks you made. Um, listen, listen, and being mean to people, mean to okay. people who everybody likes. Okay, okay. Well, wait, wait. You can be mean. Um, oh, well, well, you said Daphne Lilac had STDs. That she was a cannibal. She is a cannibal, that is true. Well, wait, wait, wait. When, when does it make it right to say to somebody, you have STDs? I mean, in real life. That's a real life person. Not some guy in a game. When you talk to somebody like I'm talking to you, it's totally different than when we're typing. I can hear your voice. I know you're a real person. You know, uh, would it be okay if I told you you had STDs? Well, I'm not the one who's a cannibal like she is. Uh, John, let's be fair. We all know AJ is a virgin. AJ what? AJ what? The virgin. What? You, wait, I say again, AJ. You're not the one. What? Because, because Pfeiffer uh, apparently doesn't believe in uh, Judeo-Christian values. It's like that's real. What the heck does that have to do with you telling Daphne she has STDs? Well, it's quite possible. Why don't you apologize to her? No, I don't think she does, and that's wrong to say that. Why Why don't you apologize to her? Why didn't she stop doing the things that she does that she shouldn't be doing? What? When does that give you that option um, to go out and do that? When does that give you the option to go out and tell somebody... When you, when you, when you were talking to her, she probably went and did that like 10 minutes later. Okay, what has she done to you, AJ Bruno? 
Oh, but she, okay, okay. You want to know what she did to me? Um, well, first of all, this has nothing to do with it, but uh, let's see. She moved to Colorado, you. I don't know Colorado and participated in a smear campaign against me. To be, and she only did that because I was running there. Um, oh, she didn't. Oh, she didn't. Well, we from you. When she when she ran against you, she wasn't the person deciding where people ran. Okay, well, she was deployed there by her butt buddy Claire, um, who you guys apparently don't like now, even though you were all with her before. I love Claire. I think she's I think she's hilarious. I love Claire. I think she's oh. hilarious. So you like you, you like her and and you like her her at the same time. Claire's cool. I don't have a problem with Claire. She, she, her, her I mean, and Talia. I don't if, if, if you thought somebody was really bad, wouldn't you try to take votes away from them? I mean, if you thought they were, really like, bad, so really messed bad. up. Was that why they deny, they deny the Well, because, man, it's like the things you say. I mean, uh, was that one time you said that uh, you're glad, uh, what is it, somehow you're glad the U.S. is down, the EUS. I'm gonna go look it, it up. It. Um, it disproves it. because of the way that its irresponsible elite have treated the country, have persecuted the conservatives of the country. Who are these irresponsible elites? But you're bringing in real life things into a video game that don't work. Not really, because national defense, low taxes. Uh, conservative principles and the way you go about things. But AJ, there's no there's gay rights. There's gay rights. There's no uh, abortion. That, those are a few issues, but there are a lot of issues which do apply. And also, okay. Okay. I'm as fiscally conservative as the next guy, but I even recognize the value of having having higher taxes in e-republic because of the simple fact that game mechanics allow uh, the e Tax certain tax the military. The military. Okay, well the military is plenty of And also Okay, well here it is. Why not Go ask ahead. people? Um why do you have to know, there's countries in the game who have much more tax rates. And they get along even better in the US. But no, that's not they're not the target the EUS is. The EUS is a target for everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Um, this is your article, Why the EUS Deserves to be Destroyed. Um, yep. <clears throat> now, don't get me wrong. I quote, I agree my birth, but I have no problem with saying that it's unfortunate. It was not wiped off the map. The fact that nearly 80% of voters choose an immature, sorry excuse for a human being like Emmerich is a testament to the fact that the EUS is an epic fail. Um, now, I mean, does that make sense to you? It's like basically, it makes like a three-year-old throwing a temper tantrum. It's morally the truth. And if you can't handle the truth, that's not the truth. That no, 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 that's not the truth. If anything, that's what you stand. That's what you say you stand against. I mean, I thought conservatives. These people, these people, what they did was the equivalent of fraud. It doesn't matter if it's allowed by the game, which shouldn't be. Crap loads of voters in and deny the voters of a party their right to choose their own leader and leave right afterwards. They have no right to do that. And these people are a disgrace. These are the same people who in real life do the same crap. 
They have no values, and they have no respect for democratic principles whatsoever. Those people are the straight. They, they voted in an election. In an election, I mean, they yes, had no I understand. They had no right to vote in that election. Why? Who means they have to vote in an election? It's the, that's democracy, sir. No, they don't tell me they don't have a right to vote in an election. They were not members of that party. They had no right to vote in an election because they were not members. AJ, AJ, you don't understand. Just like the United States has different rules for how our elections are governed than, than Canada or France or Japan, the Republic has its own set of rules that are, in fact, universal across the entire Eastern world. When you join, those rules are very clearly spelled out in the wiki and in all the health documents that are put in front of you. And if you can't play within those rules and 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 then and you lose. It's not fair. It's not cheating. It, what it is is no, no, no. Don't wait, wait. You're I mean, gosh, man, get a freaking hole. Okay, uh, I'm curious who's on from Florida on the line. We got a Florida, Florida caller. We'll bring them on here. Hello. Hey, this is Harry. I just have a question for you. Do you oh, know the difference between? Yeah, you know the. Okay, I just have a question for you, sir. Do you know the difference between a game and reality? That's what I want to ask you. Harry uh, Tessang, here by an candidacy. Yes, uh, it's a historic moment. Yes. You uh, are discussing about something, uh, something in the game on uh, Broad Talk Radio. Do you I think you are ridiculous? I am Harry, Harry Tassang. Oh, I, I know. If that's the real Harry Tassang, uh, that's funny. Okay, for those who don't know about this guy, uh, Pfeiffer, you know about Harry Tassang, don't you? Yeah, but I don't see why you have to have to mock that accent. I think that's a little bit... <laughs> Did you read his article? Seriously, it's the funniest article I've ever, I've ever read, read before. So we tried to get him elected to Congress, but it didn't work. For some reason, okay, he actually had like five votes, and then he had two. Like it went down for some reason. I have no idea why. And we were planning on getting elected president too, but that kind of went out. It would have been rolled on an epic scale to get this guy elected president. It would have been hilarious. Um, okay, we're going to trash the lines here. We're going to put on everyone who's on. So we're putting every single call on here. Everybody, you're all on the air, and go. Am I on the air? Everyone's on the air. I'm still here. Oh, okay. Hey, 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 AJ, I just want to ask you one thing. Yeah. AJ, I want to ask you something. Hello? I'm listening, yeah. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, dude. You're on. Uh, 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 AJ, why did you go to South Africa for? Uh, the weather... Well, that's, that's a good subject. Why does everybody hate you, AJ? Oh, man, I put, 
AI having input here for a second. <laughs> Do you I, think I you've done something <laughs> bad that is really annoying people, like setting me up, setting as well my permission? So you moved because you were persecuted. Persecuted? Okay, well, I, I, I just swore you said that. But it's completely his fault. He was persecuted. I actually tried several times. Um, I, first, AJ. 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 Then my party was PTO. Hey, AJ, do you AJ. think you'll be caught in that value? That's how everyone don't like you? Hey, AJ. Uh, everybody like you. Uh, I had it to say. Uh, uh, well. I don't know, a a AJ, it seemed like you did some pretty stupid stuff, but like, like recruiting people from the conservative party to your conservative victory party, that yeah, was, I don't know, that, that, that seemed a little stupid. They wouldn't let me have the conservative party that I beat Matt fair and square with, so I drained the party, and I'm, I'm proud that I did it. I tell you what, so I what happened, so what happened, so you had your little conservative was, party, and then what happened after that? So you lost it? Because I won it legitimately, and I'm going to claim what's mine. And I will do how did you lose? How did you lose your party? How did you lose your party? Whoa, whoa, everybody, calm down, calm down. Uh, who the hell is this caller? Okay, okay. So AJ, you ran away. You ran away from America's war. We, you, you were getting, we were getting, mo we had all of our states getting taken every whoa. single day. Can you just ran away? AJ is a fucking carrot. To my party to hey, AJ, hold on, hold on. Wait, AJ, I can't hear you. you got to speak up. It's not time to move hundreds of voters to my party to be illegitimately, even during a war. Explain that. Explain that. Uh, Play ball when, I, when I'm being targeted. America was getting killed. America was getting killed. And what did you do? You did nothing. By the way, guys, I just want to say who I am before you guys. I'm the guy who's saying about I was the AJ Multi. Uh, so I just want to say I'm Harry Sang. So yeah, and I'm the secretary of the White House. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, that was lovely. Uh, all right, any more bright remarks from the peanut gallery? Hello? I think that was a terrible idea, what you just did. Yeah, yeah hey, I'm just saying. Uh, you gotta love the, the trashing the lines at the end, don't you, uh, don't you, James? What? Uh, wasn't, that, wasn't that entertaining? I totally, I just stopped paying attention. Every once in a while, I turned on a Rickroll, and that was about it. Uh, oh, that's not a Rickroll. <laughs> Yeah, it's all I did. I played it. Watch. All right. Uh, you guys barely hear that. For seconds. Thirty seconds. Who the hell's the caller that keeps screaming in the? Oh my god. Okay, back to what I'll say. All right, back to what I'll say. So you. So America's losing all the states, and what do we have left? We have Florida. I quit. I quit because of the, all the bullcrap that happened to America. And AJ, what were you? What were you? You're supposed. Weren't you America's victory conservative party? I'm just saying, like, where the hell were you at? Like, just going to take a vacation in South Africa. 
Did you didn't you run for president? You ran for president, and then you went, and then you just ditched us like that. Hey, let me just try this. If you were president, if you were president before we lost, before we lost Hawaii and California and Alaska, what would you have done? She would give us all free health care. No, because because apparently, apparently, look at look we have every single state. We have every state. Blah blah blah. I don't have patience for this anymore. Anyway, so so we have a minute left here. Um, okay, let me close with this here. When I was in the EUS, I was doing everything I could for the country. And what happened? I was personally targeted. My supporters were targeted. In the midst of a, a major e-war, we were overtaken by leftist radicals who didn't want a true conservative party to have a voice. So I'll close with this. I will not rest, and I almost had the party this month, but my operative betrayed me. I will not rest till I claim the party that is mine. With that, uh, Obama sucks. He failed. Uh, social liberalism sucks. Just a few cipher. Um, what else? What else? Okay, we'll be back on Monday and Wednesday and next Saturday. Ten friends. We'll have a big congressman coming on soon, too. Big guest coming soon. Stay tuned for that. You won't want to miss it. Uh, thanks for joining us today. It's been fun. So long. And until next time, this is A.J. Bruno, the leader of the conservative revolution. I'm signing out for now. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.